Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, just like a Murillo Crossfield ball. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win? Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Danilo's free. And it goes to get Welcome back to Red Side of the Trent. And before we get into the thicker things, we did want to pay our respects and tributes to the late Trevor Francis and Chris Bart Williams. Francis, who was made global for being the first player to move for a million pounds before scoring that goal against Malmo in our first winning European Cup final. Chris Bart Williams for being part of the 1998 side that got us back into the promotion, into the Premier League, should I say. And obviously, if you've seen on our Twitter, the goal that sealed promotion against Reading so we just want to pay our respects and tributes to them players who obviously had a great careers and unfortunately have passed away far too soon. Guys how are we all? I'm joined obviously by Reese Lane, Lee Clark and Christian Brown. Before we get into the thick of things I just want to ask everyone is everyone all right? Are we doing well? Yeah, yeah sound good, all good here. Are we getting itchy feet? I know, I know, I know. Some of us are going. I've been to preseason games or are going to preseason games. So, but just want to get it underway now. Really, I know we still need some players, as we'll discuss. But preseason, it's a bit boring for me. I, 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 I won't get, get serious feet. stuff underway. I won't get itchy feet until the cricket's done. It's still cricket season. Um, <laughs> I know that. I know that kind of drops into the start of the football season as well. But like I've said for a long time, if you're getting worried and panicky and stuff like that. The weather's still okay. Have an ice cream. Enjoy the sun. Let's panic when we start. Yeah. I mean, it's a fortnight till the first game of the season. Forest are just back from their trip to Spain, having lost to Valencia and beating Levante before, as we record this, a defeat last night to Leeds United at Burton Albion. Doggy daycare and all that if if everyone went last season to, to the friendly there. I don't think we really need to get too much into into preseason. Everyone kind of loses their heads if we, if we lose a game or or don't quite things aren't quite going right and Cooper's doing different things. But I do want to get like a little a bit of an opinion on preseason. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Lee. 
do you think preseason? I know this is probably a bit of a cliche, but do you think it matters too much, or is it just getting minutes in the legs and and all that kind of thing? Um. I mean, if you'd have seen my tweet last night, I'd probably make out that it doesn't matter at all. I, I don't, I didn't really want to come across like that. I was probably being a little bit, bit facetious. Um, but I do think people worry far too much about them. Um, I think ultimately, if you ask most managers, they just want to get through a few games, four or five maybe, unscathed in terms of injuries, which from a Forest perspective is even more. Uh, prevalent to be honest um and they just want to get the players as fit as possible for that first match of the season i mean i think you saw last night that i, I mean someone came at me oh leeds are only a week ahead well a week's a long time in pre-season um they've got one more friendly now so i think farker's already kind of planning on last night was probably something similar to what his first team might look like obviously the game against hearts on sunday it'll probably be even more so so you look at our team and you, how many of those can you realistically see starting maybe after the first month of the season. I mean, I know that we're going to have to use some of those because I can't see an influx of signings coming before that Arsenal game. So some of them will start, but I think by the time the transfer window actually closes, um, you'll look at that, look back on that team from last night and I don't think many of them will be regular starters at all, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Christian, I did want to ask, obviously, I don't know if, how much you've managed to watch of pre-season or just from reports, but has anyone impressed you that is maybe not kind of the first name on on your lips kind of thing i I can't say i've watched that much but it does seem as if there's a lot of noise about josh powell isn't there who's feeling at left back and everyone's been saying that Mm. he's not looked out of place which is always good it looks like brandon aguilera's done pretty well as well i was a bit surprised to see that in the uh Percy article, which generated a bit of friction, and that uh, we're looking to loan him out, Aguero, which I, I assumed that you know, at this stage in his career, I kind of see the benefits of it, but I also think that I'd rather have him around, to be honest. Like, play him in the Pizza Cup games, play him in the League Cup games, and have him on the bench here and now. I think he's better off having a year of us in and around the team than maybe going out in January, if need be, or, or even next year. But that's just a personal preference for me. But it looks like those two in particular have looked like, you know, good signs for the future, which is always good. Um, yeah, obviously it just shows that, you know, I know obviously we signed Aguilera, but obviously in Powell's case, it shows that, as we said before, um, when we got, as soon as we got promoted, the parameters changed so much for those coming through the academy because the bar, really, you have to be as good as Brendan Johnson was at the point where he broke through and doesn't have a chance of getting in the first team. And um, yeah, obviously it's only pre-season, but this year's power might be one to keep half an eye on as to whether he can make that next step. Definitely. Reese, is it is it like, do you think now towards the end of this pre-season we've got, I think, was it Frankfurt, PSV and Rennes behind, a closed, behind closed doors? Would you expect more of the regulars to come back into the team with, if they're available, obviously, to then now show what, what we're going to kind of look like going into that Arsenal game? Yeah, I think like pre-season is you kind of go like a, a longer line, don't you? And you build mm. up really to that. Is Frankfurt's the last game in tip friendly? Um, so yes. you'd probably expect the Frankfurt game to be pretty much this first eleven. What would play against Arsenal on opening day? That's what I'd expect. You see, you're seeing from last night as we go along. There's more kind of players who Cooper's had a look, look at who's dropped out altogether. Um, the likes of Bowler, likes of Dennis, and there's the influx of like people who's been on international duty, such as, you know, Sergio Ray, for example. I think McKenna's, McKenna's come back, Antin, well, Mangala, I believe. So 
yeah, like like I said, you, it's just a building process down that line. And, you know, I, I, I kind of kept my eye on the game last night. It, that was a nil-nil game all over. And then, you know, there was a mistake from Worrell and obviously they scored and Shelby made a bit of a hash into the second one. But, no, nah, I'm, I'm not really too fussed, to be honest. You know, I remember back in the day when, Apostolos Velios scored a hat full in pre-season. Everyone was betting that he's going to get 20 in the Championship. I think he got about four or five. So that probably gives you your, your benchmark of what pre-season is. It's mostly about fitness. Um, obviously, you know, you don't want to go out and get tanked. But, you know, it's just about preparation, trying things out as well, which Cooper's done. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too going to go too OTT on the result last night. It didn't really affect me, to be honest. Yeah, people seem to get hung up on the style and everything that Cooper seems to be implementing, saying, oh, it's boring, it's this, this and that. And, I, and I'm just kind of thinking, but we're not at that level to kind of get there all with the personnel, so it just doesn't make any sense. But we are going to talk about a couple of the new signings. Obviously, we left Spain with a new one in Ola Anya. Uh, signing on a free from Torino can play both fullback positions, looks very fast, obviously very physical as well, uh, Lee. Are you surprised? Was you surprised by that signing? Because I definitely was. Um, yeah, I suppose I was surprised on the basis that there was no kind of um, long-winded saga, which is usually the case with the players we're courting. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can kind of see once I did a bit of reading on it and looked at the sort of player he was, I can kind of see that it makes a bit of sense. Um, again, I think you look at his. A lot of his football has been played at right back, but I think you, you dig a bit deeper and he can play left back. He's played in a back three before, so it's it's easy to make, It's easy to see why we've signed him. I think he's twenty six, nice profile. Um, yeah, not really a lot to dislike about it. To be fair, I mean he's not. It, it's quite risk free, isn't it? A year with a, an option to extend it another year. So I don't. Uh, I I I welcome it. I think it's. Uh, the more players you can have, I mean, the only problem with those sort of signings in the Premier Osborns, if you like, that can fill in wherever. But obviously, because he's 26, he'll need registering. So it is good that we've got one of those players at least. Um, we know what our injury record's like. Um, so there's a strong possibility that he'll probably be the player that plays in four or five different positions this season. Yeah, I mean, do you, Christian, do you think it kind of like says a lot when we're signing a lad that can play both fullback positions when? We've still not seen Omar Richards. Obviously, we mentioned that on the last pod that we've still not seen him for over a year. And then now we've been linked to another left back from Rennes, I believe it is. Um, it's, a bit, it's a bit strange, isn't it? It's a little odd. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, we didn't know at the time, but it sounded like Richards, when we all heard he had another setback and was going back to rehab, obviously, I think everyone assumed that it was his leg. But I think the athletics said that he had a hernia injury on his initial comeback so that's never ideal but um yeah it's interesting with uh is it, is it Aina or Anya? i think it's Aina, regardless but um <laughs> obviously you can play both sides as you said but it's it's weird because it's not necessarily the position that you think is a go-to i mean obviously we've got Aurier and we've got williams when you know obviously by all accounts we're looking to play a five or a three four whatever um williams in fit Theory would be better placed with that. That sort of as a more of a wing back than looks at a right back. It was interesting seeing in that Telegraph article that um, that there are concerns about Aurier's 
fitness over the course of a season, which I found quite surprising because last season he looked pretty good to me, um, barring the odd time where he was injured. But I didn't see any like major concerns or anything like that. But yeah, I think for now it's he'll I imagine he'll be starting left back first game if we can't get anyone else in. And obviously things um might speed up with that Ismail Jacobs from Monaco. But I'd be surprised if he wasn't in around the first team playing left back against Arsenal. I mean, Reese, it wouldn't be a necessarily a bad thing if he plays left back against Arsenal against Bukayo Saka and his pace. But obviously, Saka probably one of the best right wingers, if not the best right winger in the Premier League, you'd say. So, but someone who can match him for physicality and and speed is not a bad way to go, I guess. Yeah, um, I do think with what Fabrizio Romano said, I do think that Jacobs deal will probably will happen before we play Arsenal. And I probably would expect him to slot straight in because um, he's obviously a left wing back into as well, a natural left wing back. And it looks like Cooper is going to go with a five. Um, going back to um, Aina, like I say, it's, um, or Aina or however you pronounce <laughs> it. Uh, I'm sure Colin Frey will tell us in due course. Describe him like um, an animal then. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, we need kind of face sorts out, don't we? Um, yeah, like, like I think Lee said, it's a free transfer, it is versatile. I'm gonna use the word like James Perch back in the day, um, <laughs> hopefully Multi-pur- a bit better player. Multi purpose is what they call it now, isn't it? Yeah, All these fancy so. new terms, but versatile for the traditionalists. But, um, yeah, I mean. Like Christian just mentioned, Ore, that it wouldn't surprise me as, as well if Ore might end up leaving if the side, if the side is come and have a look because there was it was mentioned he had it offered didn't he mm, so yes. he's obviously only got a year deal because it was only a year extension wanted so that wouldn't surprise me and forest might be just kind of planning ahead for that eventuality because with the money <clears throat> they're chucking about you know and if they offer him a three-year deal for example forest can't compete with that unfortunately but um but yeah um We'll see. Like I say, he can play in several positions. Um, you know, he was linked with Fulham and West Ham. I was because I'd obviously heard of him, but I'd not really seen him. I was having a look through Twitter, and Fulham fans were quite good to come to us. So fingers crossed, that's a good sign, and um, hopefully, it can be um, a, a little bit of a decent asset for us. Yeah, from looking at him, I mean, he, he he's got obviously the speed and the physicality, but he seems to have quite a good attitude from what I've seen in that video, where he's kind of meeting all the new players. So. I think Cooper really appreciates that kind of character within the squad, which is good. But we are going to move on to, obviously, our latest signing, which is which stirred a few things in the group chat. And obviously, Christian, you online, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to your opinion and if it's changed ever so much. But Anthony Alanga, £15 million from Manchester United, 21 years old, so doesn't need to be registered, can play probably in any of the four positions within the forward line. Lee, does this represent a good bit of business for you? I certainly think the pros outweigh the cons, um, is what I would say. Um, interestingly, I think in the half an hour he played last night, we we probably saw what we're going to have to get used to a little bit in the short term, in the sense that he's absolutely rapid, but he's got to work on the end product. I think when a player's that quick... Um, and he's 21, you kind of wonder why a club the size of Man United is letting him go at this stage on a permanent deal. And I think we probably saw in little flashes last night, again, it's not me calling him for it, because I'm sure with regular game time, these things will improve. 
but the chance where he was slipped through by Scarpa, and you know, I think if that's someone like Johnson or maybe even a one year, he kind of controls that or takes it in his stride and and gets a shot away at goal. It's just little things like that that I think Cooper will need to polish. But I think looking at the bigger picture, fifteen million. I've read today that the the other five million will only be paid to Man United if we qualify for Europe. So let's scrap that for a couple of years. Um, so yeah, I, 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 like I say, the pros outweigh the cons for me. Twenty-one, he doesn't need to be registered. He's a good age, played for a big club. Um, let's see how he'll do under regular game time. I guess for now, the jury will remain out to see. Like I say, there's just something. There's going to be something that we're going to have to be patient with. Otherwise, Man United wouldn't have sold him to us, would they? At this stage of his career, mm, definitely, Christian. You were, to say the least, against the transfer. Uh in our group chat and then you've been verbal about it on social media what what were your reasons for that obviously if people don't know know you through twitter or or obviously can't see what we've said in our in our group but what what made you against the transfer and has your opinion changed at all it's sort of touching upon what lee just said there about his end product i mean i fail to see how an attacking player an international as well no less can play in a team that scored 103 goals last season in all competitions and failed to find the net once. Which, you know, there's no way addressing that up. It's really poor. He played 26 times last year if you know I didn't score. And that's awful. <laughs> awful. There's no other way around it, really. But, I mean, I just felt like he's been dining off that goal against Atletico Madrid for quite some time, I feel. Obviously, it was very... I mean, you can tell how United are in the negotiations, as we've said. Like, look how difficult they were with Ghana before eventually selling him very late in August. Look how difficult they're being now with Henderson, even now with us, they're still dragging on and dragging on. Obviously, we just just reading an update there from uh, um, Taylor about how it's about the obligation of how many games now, which you know apparently we want thirty, United want it to be three or four, and then look how quickly the anger deals push through. It's sort of like, hmm, okay that sort of says that you're very done with him and don't really see much else use. But, I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, he's only 21. That is the positive. Obviously, he doesn't have to be registered. There's a lot of time for him to develop that end product, which the, the worry is for me is that because the margins are so fine with Forrest and where we're likely to be for most of the season, you know, we think back to when we had, like, Chelsea last season at home and we drew one all. And we were all furious at Johnson for not cutting the ball over to Taiwo when he had ample opportunity to do so. Langer might just not even do that, just scoop it straight out of play. Like, um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, compared to Hudson Adoy, I see why it makes sense from a Forest perspective. Obviously, I know the fee might be a bit less, but obviously, we're weighing it up. We're obviously, Lang will be in a lot less than what Hudson Adoy will be on if he goes to Fulham or Lazio. We'll see. I mean, obviously, Cooper can work with him. And, you know, I trust Cooper to get a tune out of most, if not all, players. Um, obviously, barring very few exceptions, such as he who shall not be named. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. I mean, in theory, so a counter-attack of Alanga, Johnson, Gibbs-White and Awani, if a ball gets out to one of those four, it's going to be like carnage. For any any defence, teams will be very wary about like losing the ball in our half with that threat to come. But it's just a case of mining out. I mean, from, to be fair to Alanga, like 
not that it means a lot in terms of what he translates to on the pitch, but he does seem genuinely very happy to be at Forest. He does seem like very excited to be part of the Virginia team, part of setup. He seems to fit the personal character of the player that we want to sign. And, you know, if you look at it, there's a lot of scope for him to grow in theory. You know, you just hope with more game time and some Cooper magic that he really can become a player that can be very, that, like, shot that left-hand side for a good few years for Forest. But, um, yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, definitely. Reese, have you have you got anything to add to it? Obviously, I, I Christian kind of stole maybe a little bit of your thunder because I was going to ask you about what you thought on his personality when you watched the kind of signing video because he said the right things in terms like I mean he mentioned the atmosphere which he thought was phenomenal I mean that gets every every sort of supporter on their side straight away do, you, do I, I I think he could he could be a little bit of a gem if if we can kind of find the key to unlock the door yeah I mean I watched that video and like you say he was absolutely buzzing to be here you know you don't want players who are going to come to Faisal who are doing you a favour you know we could have mentioned quite a few of them over the years and some are still here unfortunately picking up big money and it's burning the hole in his pocket so yeah he look, you know he probably wants to get his career going he's obviously broke through at United he's 21 United really have got They've got options ahead of him on that side. You know, Rashford plays off the left. Garnacho's gone ahead of him, breaking through the academy. Jaden Sancho can also play on that side. So he's down the pecking order at United. He's never going to get going, really, in my opinion, with dribs and drabs. Ten minutes here and there. I've said that about players we've had in the past who people expect to just come off the bench and within five minutes of being on, scored a hat-trick. It just doesn't work like that. So, to be honest, I hope he can get his career going with us. Um, you know, and like Christian said there, Steve Cooper, you know, perfect coach, coaches young players. Um, so hopefully he can start getting the best out of him. Again, another point Christian mentioned about, you know, his pace. It goes back to, um, I know with the previous regime, Siriano said he wanted to make us really athletic, didn't he? If it's mm. that, that bill entirely. Obviously, as well, you're going to need end product as well on top of that. But yeah, if if we're a counter-attacking team, which away from home, we probably are going to be at a lot of places. These are the kind of type of players you need to get you up the pitch. So I'm happy with it. I've not watched him much at all. Um, like I say, it's just been dribs and drabs really for United. Um, so I'm just kind of excited really to see him get a good run and, and see what Cooper can get out of him. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, like like Lee said, there's there's more a lot more pros and cons for me and ticks so many boxes. Again, doesn't fill up a squad place as well. So yeah, I'm um, I'm optimistic. But um, you know, as it is with any player, the proof will be in the pudding. Yeah, definitely. Lee, I, 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 I'm assuming that you've been a little bit busier in terms of, of writing your columns and everything, because obviously Forrest are now kind of amping it up in terms of the transfer market. Obviously, Ibrahim Sanger still seems to be a uh, one that's can be done, but it's now to try and convince the player. Do you expect a few talks to happen on? Did we play them on Sunday? Was it Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Do you expect a few talks maybe to try and happen during that trip there? Yeah. I mean, if you if you listen to the reputable people, that sounds like what's going to be the case. I think uh, the Forest backroom people are going to be there, and the plan is to kind of convince the player to to come. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's great we're shopping in a market where, um, I mean, 
Sangare or Sangara, however we pronounce it. We're signing a lot of players where we don't really know how to say the names, which is <laughs> probably a good sign, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I suppose if you look at the clubs that have been, you know, courting him in, in previous transfer windows, Liverpool, United, that is kind of a good thing. But the hope is that they just, you know, they're not too fussed on signing him this transfer window because obviously they will blow us out of the water. So I think it will take some convincing. I think that goes without saying, as much as we are a Premier League club, someone who's perhaps not um, familiar with Premier League football will look at the table and see that we stayed up by four points last year. So naturally there's going to be, um, for a player as good as him, uh, there's going to be some doubts in his mind. But I think the club have shown before that we can we can be quite persuasive. I think with Cooper as manager, um, I certainly wouldn't put us past, I wouldn't put it past the club to get something in place. So hopefully we can do that one because that would be a, a bit of a statement signing for me. Um Again, without seeing loads of him, again, he just has a really nice profile. I know we talk a lot about profiles of players, but I do think he would, he'd fit nicely in terms of his profile, but also the position he plays. I think it would allow the likes of Danilo and possibly Mangala as well to have a bit, have even more attacking intent um, than probably what they've currently got in this existing setup. Yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage of McDelivery. You win? Order now on McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, Christian, I know you mentioned Ishmaeli Jacobs earlier and then there's the, the left back. I don't even know how to say his name from Rens. Do you think that means that Jacobs will be primarily a winger if, if he was the one to come in? I mean, the 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 guard of Fabrizio Romano, who everyone hangs on his every word, has said we're in advanced talks of him. So that kind of looks like it might go through. Do you do you, where do you expect him to play? It's a good question. I mean, um, it's difficult. I mean, assuming we, you know, we're assuming Dennis is surplus, we find a suitor for him. Then and you know ev- everything seems to suggest we're going to change shape for next season or at least adapt it slightly to incorporate wingers. So if obviously assigning a langer throws that as well, assuming that we keep Johnson as well. But um, if that is the case, we don't have any other left wingers. I don't think that I can think of top of my head anyway. It'd be just a langer. So that from that perspective, it would make sense to sign Jacobs and this chap from Ren. Um, I also think the guy from Ren wouldn't need to be registered either because he's only 21 too and already a full France international, which is very impressive. Um, although I did see that Ren would dig their heels in and not let him go unless it was for a sizable fee. So another saga in years. But um, yeah, it would be. I guess obviously having that versatility could only help Forest. And um, as Reese touched upon earlier, with the sort of like reverting back to that being more athletic and quick, sort of molds i think jacobs clearly ticks those boxes so yeah i mean you think in theory it'd be as a left back i mean initially given richards is 
well <laughs> exists but, um, he's, in, he, he's in training he might play against uh, I reckon he might play that um, behind closed doors game to be honest but we'll see mm. um, same with Biancone but it's depending yeah. on his fitness realistically we could be going into the first couple of weeks of season with Ina and Jacobs as our starting left backs or vying for that position so but then obviously if this guy comes in from Ren, then you'd assume that Jacobs would be floating around Maybe it's a left winger, maybe it's a left back. So I think it's good that we're approaching more players that sort of versatility. Obviously, like as you touched upon earlier, Viner, he plays both sides too. and can play, like, I think someone said he's defensive midfield as well, which is interesting. So um, Alanga <laughs> can play across the front four positions. So, you know, you've got, that's realistically, as soon as we signed Jacobs, that's three players we've signed who can all play different roles. So, which was one of the cornerstones to our success when we got promoted to Cooper, because a lot of players who could play in different positions, and that helped. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. But I reckon probably left back at first. And then, yeah. Yeah. Reese, obviously, the saga of Dean Anderson is continuing. But you know, with him commenting on Langer signing for the club, do you kind of like kind of put that at the back of your mind? You kind of think it'll get done. It was just, it's just depending on what the, the end deal and the end game is kind of to that. And do you think we'll sign another goalkeeper, actually? Because I don't think Henderson will be actually fit for that game. Or do you think we might persist with George Shelby in goal? Oh, God, no. With respect to the young lad, I mean, that would be... I don't want to sound... A baptism of fire? No, that would just be ridiculous, wouldn't it? Come on. You know, the young lad's not even made a senior appearance, has he? Never mind, in the Premier League. No, that that wouldn't happen. Um I mean, there was that report, wasn't there, saying that Henderson was injured. I'm not sure whether that's true or not. You know, there was links with Jose Sarr, wasn't it, from Wolves. It kind of, it's gone very quiet it, on the Sarr thing. So, it does kind of make me think that maybe we've got all his eggs in one basket with Henderson. He will be fit for the start of the season. I don't know. Um, it looks like that <laughs> that deal is being thrashed out still. This is proper, absolute transfer window saga, isn't it? Um, I it's do nice think to be involved get... in something like that, though. <laughs> yeah, but you just want you just want deals done nicely, don't you? I don't I don't particularly like transfers, so I'm gonna find them bleeding boring. To be honest, you know, you know, I listened to Talksport wax lyrical about that bid for Mbappe the other day, and then the next day it was, oh, actually, Mbappe don't want to go to Saudi Arabia, so that's the end of that. But um, I do think it will get done. Um, now the sticking points, obviously, this you know, obligation of how many appearances. Um, yeah, I do think it will get done when it gets done. I have no idea. It's, like I say, it's a bit of a saga, isn't it? But the, the good thing with the Henderson thing is you usually kind of want players don't you, to come in pre-season and get straight down to business. But Henderson at least knows the club, knows how Cooper works, knows the, the surroundings of the club. And he's a goalkeeper, which, you know, his, his routine wouldn't really change, I'd imagine. You know, I've listened to goalkeepers on Under the Cosh podcast and they kind of pick their own routine, a few of them, because they know what's best for them. So, yeah, I, I think it'll I think it'll get done. Um, <laughs> God. Um, I think it'll get done at some point. When it gets done, I, I have no idea. Hopefully. You'll be, you'll be a relieved man. Well, I'd like it'd be ideal, wouldn't it, before the Frankfurt game? 
really, because then you've got a week before the Arsenal game. I think that would be ideal, really. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, we've had some rumours about people leaving. Obviously, Serge Ori and Czech Kiate linked to, to Saudi Arabia. Uh, whether Brandon Aguilera goes out on low, we don't know. And maybe a few of the other, long, like, uh, the other young lads. I know Dale Taylor's gone out on loan to Wickham Wanderers, which I think is a decent move for him. Hopefully, he'll start a lot of games in League One and, and do well. But the latest one, Lee, is Remo Freuler to Juventus on a loan to a view to permanent, uh, I believe. Uh, thoughts? Yeah, essentially asked me about this one. Um, yeah, good for the lad. I hope, I hope it comes off. Um, I don't need to go into my thoughts on Remo Freuler as a player anymore. Um, they're quite evident. Um, I just think he needs to play in a system that suits him, a club that will value him. Um and yeah, in a league that he he's proved that he's one of the best at doing what he does uh, in before. So yeah, I hope it comes off. I'd be, I think I'd rather us be selling him. I guess mm. because let's face it, his age, he's not really going to go on loan then come back. Um, and it looks like that the deal will be kind of set in place that Juventus have got the option to buy him. I think so. It would be nice to recoup a bit of money, but at the same time, it will be a bit of a bonus to get his wages. Um, off the books um but yeah there's not really much else to say i think remo Freuler is a player who is a very good player you don't have a cv in football like his without being a very good footballer um and just because it's not worked for him at forest it doesn't mean he's all of a sudden become a bad footballer so that's all there is to say really from me on that matter yeah definitely uh christian joe with lewis o'brien's loan spell finishing at dc united do you think he's got a chance to fight for his place at Forest, or do you think we might look to sell him as well? Oh, he's definitely going to have a chance. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd be very surprised if he didn't have a chance at the very least. I mean, who have we got next? PSV next, isn't it, for Forest in pre-season? I wouldn't be shocked if he got a run out there, to be fair. I don't know how long he's been back in the country or whether he's been... Yeah, I don't know if he's been back in training. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I imagine, like, to be fair, he's been playing, isn't he? So he's probably more advanced than most of the players we've got at the minute. So I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be very surprised sorry, if he wasn't played at all in the next three fixtures. I think if he wasn't played in the next three fixtures, that would suggest that he is very much off. But I do feel that if Freuler is going to go to Juventus, and obviously Shelby's in Azkaban, um, completely isolated and cut off, and, well, obviously, Kiyata can still go to Saudi Arabia. So... I do think that there is a good chance that O'Brien will be in and around the picture because otherwise we are looking pretty thin, especially if we don't sign Sanger. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think there is a chance for him there. I think he could be a very good squad player for Forrest. I don't think we saw the best of him last season. We, we only saw him glimpses before we got um, you know, his illness. And then, I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter what way you look at it. If you lose like, was it four kilograms? I mean, mm. you, he's already quite a small anyone, guy, like, isn't he? Exactly. Yeah. It's not like he's some like beastly tank who can just like shrug people off as is. Like he's sort of amazing playing as it was. But um, yeah, I hope he is because I do think that even especially the counter attacking way we play, and there will be times where we're going to be under heavy pressure. And one thing O'Brien is exceptionally good at is taking the ball forward and carrying it. And let's say, like, like I said, there's a time, um, the example I referred to previously when we were beating Leicester 2 0. And um, they were just starting to apply a little bit of pressure in injury time. And he just carried the ball 50 yards up the pitch and won a throw in. Like, 
right by Steve Cooper, basically, the dugout. And like, that was it. That was all it needed to do. That's to complete the fuse situation. So, yeah, I think that hopefully there is a place for him in this team. So I think he has got a lot to offer us. Yeah, I, I, I'm fully on board with that because I just think he's a little bit different to everyone else. Also offers a little bit of balance being left-footed. And I think that's you kind of need that in, in your squad, in, in, in my opinion. But uh, someone... I don't, I don't know what... Uh, like other transfers we've been linked to, Reese, into other than like the the left the two left sided players and obviously Henderson. But is there anywhere else you'd like to see us strengthen before the Arsenal game? Um, it's it's a tough one. I was going to say it's one of them uh, cliche comment. Then it's a tough one because there's still rumours of players who you'd expect to be in the first team squad you know, who might leave and then you'd have to replace them. Like we said, the likes of Aurier, the likes of Kuyate, the likes of Freuler, the likes of Brennan Johnson. If if any of them was to leave, you'd probably have to replace them. Um, you know, there was a rumour wanting that Willie Bolly was made available for transfer, but that's been uh, quashed. So, yeah, centre-back, probably all right. But then again, Nia Carte's out for, <laughs> you know, for... A period of time which we know what it's like at Forest sort of plays out for three weeks and ends up being three years so um yeah we, we obviously need a goalkeeper as we've mentioned you know the club are in for a left back as we've mentioned if people to we obviously want a central midfielder if the likes of like I said Frawler and that was going to leave you'd probably have to replace I'd like to see Lewis O'Brien. I agree with Christian. I'm a big fan of Lewis O'Brien. I think he's been written off by some after playing, what, five or six starts for us. One of them starts, he was man of the match against a centre-mid, as I've mentioned before, who's gone for £105 million, I think it is. Um, so he, I think I think he deserves a fair crack of the whip, but obviously that'll be up to the manager and you've got to trust him and he's earned that trust. Um, you know, with us signing Chris Wood, unfortunately, with the money and the outlet we paid, you're going to try and have to improvise with him as the backup to a one-year. Obviously, we signed a Langer, really, to replace Dennis in the squad, you'd say. And then, obviously, the other one would be if we can keep hold of Brennan Johnson or not, because if they was to sell him, we'd need to they'd need to replace him. Um, so, so yeah, it, it kind of depends on that. We still need a few more. I think Cooper mentioned it, didn't he, last night? We still need a few more, but you know, as we've mentioned then, but um, as well, it depends on if other players were to leave. But um, yeah, um, like, like we said, we've said this privately, if our recruitment's pretty good and we've got a solid squad going into the season, there's probably half a dozen to eight teams I generally think we can finish above. I, I really do. But um, because some teams are absolutely skinned, some teams have obviously come up for the championship and not spending a lot of money. There's a few teams like the likes of Fulham who are probably going to lose. They've lost Mitrovic. Um, I know Solomon was a bit of a squad player, according to Silva, but they've lost him. I mean, Mitrovic would be a massive loss. And they've signed Raul Jimenez, who not really, obviously, since that horrific head injury, he's not really hit the heights he did before that. So I think there's plenty of teams we can, you know, look to finish above. But as I've said this on the previous, previous pod, the squad's got to be pretty solid. And last season... Apart from, you'd probably say, I don't know, 14 players. The rest were like, towards the end of the season, the likes of Ayu, etc. were just, you know, Shelby had a space in the squad, didn't it? It was just a waste of time, really. So, yeah, we need we need that depth this year, for sure. 
I'd like to think we're in a bit of a better position than we were last season because we'll have a settled, more, much more settled squad. But I did want to yeah, ask you all. It was carnage, wasn't it, last season? To be honest, yeah, well, it was. It was. It was. It was something. We was put in. It was something that I don't think you'll ever see repeated again. I think we'll go down as as the history boys for that one. But I did want to ask you all something that I was intrigued about what Anthony Alanga said in this video, and he said something that he's really looking forward to the philosophy and the style that. Cooper is going to implement this season and now we're all on probably the same assumption that we are going to still play more or less the same as last season which is counter-attacking football with that 3-4-3 or 4-3-2-1-2 or whatever you want to call it but what what are you guys expecting to see this season do you think there'll be elements of a bit more control or do you think it's going to kind of be a bit more of the same would you say um Lee um, I, I'd like to think we'll become the team that I'd, it's always a, a kind of romantic notion that every that your team will always play the same style of football. But I think in this league, if you do that, you will get beat um, more often than not. Um, as a club, I mean, as a club that's obviously Man City, they always do it because they're in. Um, but as a club that's on their second season in the Premier League, it's got to be a bit kind of give and take. So I'd like to see us be certainly in control of our home games a bit more. Uh, but I think away at the bigger sides, I'd fully expect us to set up more often than not, like we did for, for the majority of last season, to be honest. Um, and I don't think that's something I would criticise Cooper for, because as a manager of a club, like I've just mentioned, that's second season in the Prem, still kind of getting a squad assembled, he'll always be damned if he doesn't, damned if he doesn't, because... We might go to Arsenal on the first game of the season, go with three at the back, a couple in midfield and get battered. And then, you know, we might play another big side and go 4-3-3 three, three, and we'll still get battered. And people say, oh, why didn't we, why didn't we play like this? And it, every, fans are always experts, aren't they? they? They pay their money, they can have their opinion. But ultimately, I think if, you, if you're going to just play the same way when you, you probably know in your mind that it's not the right way to play against certain teams you're going to get bad and you're going to get a stick anyway. So I expect us to set up a little bit more in control at home, but I think away will probably be very similar to last season. Yeah, Christian, do you, do you, I guess what Lee's kind of touching on is we're going to probably be a little bit adaptable, I guess, but do with the form that we kind of picked up away from home last towards the end of last season, where we started actually picking up results or at least getting nearer to results. Do you think our away form will, improve at least a little bit this coming season hopefully mate i mean, a bit bleak if it doesn't <laughs> it would, yeah it would very uh no i think it will i think i agree with lee i think you'll see there'll be a degree of flexibility and unpredictability i think for forest i think because there will be times where we go four three one two there'll be times where we go four two three one there'll be times where we go with this five two two one thing we're doing at the minute and It'll keep teams on their toes, I think, and it'll just be a game-by-game -game situation, which is how Cooper's always sort of been anyway. So, yeah, I'm intrigued to see. Like, we obviously, with the players we're looking to sign, I mean, I think a lot does hinge really on that defensive midfielder who can really sort of shore up things and do almost two men's job on his own. Because if we get that player in, like Sanger, or I know obviously the article said that Tyler Adams and Wilfred and Didi are other players that could be a potential uh, on the shortlist, sorry, for that role. That would be massive because that will then allow your other players to push up like Danilo and even Mangala or Yates or whoever's next in that midfield. And, you know, it'll give them confidence as well 
that if they did lose a the ball, there's you know a very imposing defensive midfielder behind them to mop up. Which, with great respect to Freuler, he is not that sort of player, and never has been that sort of player. So if we can get basically a more mobile Kuyate, that'd be great. But um, yeah, it's fascinating, really, because uh, there will be times, obviously, where we're going to be up against it. But it was interesting that Alanga turned down Everton because he was fearsome of Deitch's tactics. And really, we're not exactly that much more forward thinking. But I suppose you can be a good footballing side playing on the counter-attack, even if you have less of the ball. Whereas Everton under Deitch might not even be that at all. So... Yeah, I'm, in, I'm intrigued to see. I think above all else is one reason why I can't wait for this to get started, just because there are so many potential options Cooper has at his disposal now, and um, which I don't think we necessarily had last season. So it's it's exciting time to be Forest. I think you just get a few more faces in, and we can really have a good whack. Yeah, Reese. I guess it will be kind of evident of what we'll see against the big boys early on away from home, and then maybe what we can expect to see at home early doors with with the opposition we've got to play so what what are you expecting to see in that in that case because we've got the first three first three home games of the season against all the promoted sides the first what five or six against all the big boys so there's going to be a big contrasting of results you'd you'd probably say but maybe hopefully a few shocks on the road well yeah i mean against you know the hitters you're going to have to plan a counter-attack um so that's where the likes of alango and johnson etc would you know, come into their own really because you look to spring on them. Gibbs White as well, who can carry the ball, can't you, up the pitch? Yeah, the, the I mean, the away games are really tough, aren't they? You know, Arsenal first up. You know, I think Arsenal will. I think they'll go even closer if not win it, win it this season. Personally, um, Manchester United again. The time we play them, you know, will have improved. New goalkeeper, obviously, Sam Mason might. Uh, Mason Mann, they're likely going to sign the lad from Atalanta. Um, you know, and then who is it after that? Is it City? I think soon. Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. Get them all out of the way at least. Yeah, new new look midfield for Liverpool. And, you know, there's apparently a crisis going on at City, according to the media, because they've sold a couple of players. But City will be there or thereabouts again. Um, so, yeah, so it's a really tough tough start away from home. I think we mentioned this didn't when the fixtures come out and really your emphasis is trying to get good results in the home games, wins in the home games against the likes of Sheffield United and trying to make it difficult on the road and you know, maybe nicking a point here and there. You know, you might even, we might even be lucky and nick a win uh, which last season we only did once so and that was against the side who finished bottom so um yeah, it's it's a tough start. You know, the fixture computer hasn't been kind to us, but you've got to play these teams at some point, and you know, we we can't with respect go to the likes of Arsenal and City like we did last year and get absolutely tanked again. We've got you know because that that goal difference, you know, thankfully it didn't come to count last season. But if we would have been going to the last day, it did come down to goal difference. We would have been a in a world of trouble. So yeah, like like Christian said, the away the away points tally has got to improve because yeah would would be i think you know steve would be in a world of trouble if it didn't personally yeah i mean i think if we can it's quite interesting it's quite interesting that um about the arsenal game 
I don't know if it's out of just pure sort of just kindness, anticipating another thrashing from our point of view. But some of my Arsenal mates down here are a little concerned. It's a twelve thirty kickoff, and um, they're saying that you know there's a chance for us to catch some colds. But I think they're just being nice mm. personally. But we'll see. <laughs> I mean, for me, I think it's kind of like we're building a side to to play like that definitely away from home, especially with fullbacks that can kind of bomb on and, and push back. So I'm hoping we kind of fight fire with fire a little bit on, on, on the on the away form this uh, season. So, we'll, but we'll, we'll soon see and we'll obviously be discussing it on here every week. So that'll be very interesting. But next week, Reese, we're doing a predictions league or something, aren't we, next week? So that'll be fun, I'm sure. I mean, Lee, you can actually tell everyone that Leicester are going down or... I've got another. I've got another cracker again this year for relegation. Oh, so well, let's see if it uh, let's see if it comes to fruition again. Definitely. So if you've enjoyed, obviously, uh, this episode of Red Side of the Trend, obviously, drop us a like and stuff. Follow us on Twitter, and uh, we'll see you next week for our predictions league. And obviously, looking forward to the to the Arsenal game at the Emirates. Take care. See you next time. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talksport Fan Network. Talksport, powered by fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage of McDelivery. You win? Order now on McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See McDonald's.com. <laughs> 